think about how fast you can spend a half an hour on your phone or think about how fast you can spend two hours watching Netflix. This is 10 minutes and you leave it with a more positive mindset because of the gratitude meditation, a more helping mindset because of loving kindness and a better motivation and visualization of your goals for that week. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Live an Extraordinary Life. I am your host, Tim Bishop, and this podcast serves as a guide to help you define what an extraordinary life is for yourself. And today's episode is another episode about an extraordinary person who uses a habit to enhance their day-to-day experience. And this extraordinary person is Tony Robbins. I've talked about him before. I think he's incredible. Um got a big man crush on him but he's I mean just one of the you know most powerful human beings in the art of personal development and life coaching and I think that this is a routine that I learned from him a couple years back and I do it from time to time and I think that it's super valuable and he also does it in his life obviously because he's the one who shared it with me but the routine is pretty simple it's 10 minutes and you know his big spiel is that Look, if you can't give 10 minutes to yourself to put yourself in a state of mind that is going to help you win the day, help you enjoy life more, then you've got to rethink how you're spending your time. Um, because if you truly believe that you don't have 10 minutes, that might be the first issue. Um, but then the second point would be convincing you that this is a good way to spend 10 minutes of your time. And I hope that, you know, I'll, I'll walk you through it. And I guess, you know, I just hope that you reflect on it and can decide for yourself if it's something that you want to do or if you would like to spend those 10 minutes elsewhere. So this episode is going to be really short, really simple. I'm just going to go through what the 10 minutes look like. There's three parts and explain why each part is important and then you move on with your day. So step one is about three minutes. Again, they're all about three minutes and you don't have an exact timer on you. So it's kind of more of a gut check um, unless you want to set a full timer for 10 minutes, which is normally what I do when I did it. Um, So I don't know exactly when those like three minute checkpoints are. But again, just kind of sit with it and feel like, you know, when it's time to move on to the next step. But the first thing is three things that you are grateful for. And I really want to talk about this a little bit more because I've talked about gratitude a lot in this podcast and why I think it's so important. But it's not simply the art of writing down, okay, yeah, great for my house, friends, family, food, okay, and I'm moving on, right? It's not like you're just listing them out and then you move on. It doesn't really do much if you just act like treat it as a, as a checklist item. You really have to embody embody these sort of exercises. And so what I mean by that is you have to close your eyes and this is really a gratitude meditation is what is it what it is. But you have to close your eyes and you have to step into the experience. And so, you know, some psychologists call this like literally reliving experiences. So you if you're great if you're thinking about something that actually happened, you know, an a specific event or a specific thing a person did, you close your eyes and you literally relive that experience in your brain. And so again, this is three minutes long. You're thinking about three things you're grateful for. So you're supposed to spend about a minute on each thing. So it's not one second. It's not you know a simple thought, move on, or a simple writing down what you're grateful for and move on, which some gratitude exercises have you do. It's literally you're reliving the experience. So say, for example, that my friend last week like really went above and beyond to do something for me. And that was just, that was awesome. So I sit down 
and I really, I really like think about it and I relive that experience and I refeel those, those emotions, those feelings of positivity that I got by my friend doing that. You know, it could be you're actually just grateful for that person in general and the experiences you've had together. So you sit there for a minute and you flash through some of the experiences you've had together and you think about all the good times you've had together. So you know, there's three things that he recommends to do. He says, think about one small thing one big thing, and then one person. So a small thing could be as simple as, you know, being grateful for the moment, being grateful for food, being grateful for fresh air, being grateful for sunlight. I mean, you know, something that's that's just really simple but really important to our overall happiness. One big thing would also be something about yourself. Maybe it's an opportunity you have. Maybe it is, you know, your ability to play a certain sport. Maybe it's I don't know, something really good that happened a week ago that you got rewarded for, like whatever it might be, something a little bit bigger than just saying, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for the the sunshine. And I guess bigger in a sense, um, I don't know if that's the proper word, but I think you know what I mean. And then the third thing would be a person, like I mentioned in my example, a friend, a family member, someone you're grateful for in your life. And again, just taking two steps back and saying, why is gratitude meditation even important? Why do this? Well, Besides the fact of reliving the positive experiences and then just feeling positive emotions, I think that some would argue like, okay, yeah, I mean, you can make yourself feel positivity for a minute or two and then and then it goes away. But what's the real lasting value of that? Well, the lasting value of that is actually pretty important. When it comes to gratitude exercises, I kind of nerd out about them because I think the science is super cool um, and the supporting evidence is really there. So again, we are technically... An animal. I mean, we were sort of made for survival purposes. I mean, you think about early humanity and people who, you know, really our brains were more wired um, for negativity. And that sounds funny at f- first, you know, when you hear that for the first time, but it makes a lot of sense because our minds were wired to see where stress um, and dangerous situations uh, were, were at play, right? We were born you know, out in the wild, like the rest of the world. And we civilized ourselves and these threats aren't really there anymore. But you're right. Like imagine somebody, you know, from more cave dweller time where there's real threats of death around you. You know, there's real threats of, of other animals killing you of different things. And, you know, like stress and fear were very important emotions to help us stay alive and to respond to things that could threaten our lives. Now, those emotions are not as important as they used to be because we don't really have, you know, death as a, as a daily risk uh, on most of our day-to-day experience. I mean, you know, anything could happen at any time, you know, knock on wood that I'll live a long, happy and healthy life. But, you know, those emotions don't serve us in the same way that we used to. So now we got to think about, okay, well, how can we override those emotions? And the science says that gratitude meditation is a great way to help to train your brain to see the positive in the world more. And so when you go out in the world, you know, you're naturally seeing these positive things more than you would have. And again, there's some stats like, you know, it takes three negative ex- or three positive experiences to equal the weight of one negative experience on the opposite side. Or it takes us kind of a little bit more time, like 10 to 15 seconds to really feel something positive, whereas a negative thing can hit right away. And again, this is, we're supporting the fact that, again, our brains are more wired to notice the negative things and the things that could stress us out or 
cause fear because those are survival tactics. So gratitude meditation is a way to help us to go out into the world on a day-to-day basis we can see the positive more. So there's a short-term benefit of you feel good when you do it, and the long-term benefit is you're just thinking about good things more than you would have if you did not, to put it simply. Step two of this is something called loving-kindness meditation. And this is something that I learned about from a few different people who struggled to meditate um, to start and weren't, you know, didn't want to just like sit with their thoughts. And they instead decided to sit and direct energy elsewhere. So the idea here is there's three people you want to send energy to in the world. So in the same way, there is one minute each. And what you're doing is you're sitting for a minute and you're basically sending love and positive energy mentally to this person. And you're wishing them the best and you're imagining you know, their ideal life and how they want to live it. And you're imagining all those things come true for them and you're imagining abundance in their life and you're imagining their life be full of love and success and happiness and you're wishing that upon other people. Now, why why is this important? Well, one again, I think that this is kind of, it's kind of queuing us up. It's, It's helping us think about other people and remind ourselves to think about other people and to say that, you know, when we give love and energy to others that... You know, that's really how we can make an impact on the world. The world was not lived to to be a solo thing. We are social beings and helping others is truly at the core of who we are as humans. So doing this allows us to re you know, retouch with that. And usually what I found is that when you do these kind of things and you sit with for a minute, you think about someone, your brain usually goes to at the end, Well, man, how can I actually go help that person out in the world now? So it's kind of the step one of having you think about other people and then it's going to see if you can help them um, if you feel called to act in some way. Now, I've heard multiple ways of doing this. You know, Tony had just said, pick three people, run through it. I've also heard it kind of framed as pick a best friend, pick someone who's just kind of like an acquaintance, maybe a coworker, and then pick someone you don't like. And now this is interesting because I think the benefits of this, right, of of thinking about someone you don't like and then wishing all the best for them. That's an interesting thing that we don't often do. But again, it's just it's just trying to get rid of that that sort of like negative emotion. Maybe that person did something bad to you and it affected you in a negative way. But just reminding yourself that, hey, everyone's human. Everyone wants to be happy. Everyone messes up and I still wish the best for this person. I don't you know, want this person's life to be terrible either. So there's multiple ways you can do it. I usually just do three people in my life that I really want the best for, like truly, and focus on sending my energy towards those people. And then the final step of it is three goals. Now, this can be either goals for the day or in the future. I like to do one that one or two that is maybe of the day or of the week, and then one big goal. And again, this is a visualization exercise. You're visualizing, you're visualizing yourself achieving the goals, what it feels like. You're sitting it. You're imagining what it would be like when these goals happen in your life and you're feeling that joy that you would feel and you just embrace all the emotions that come with that and you start to see you know, that success. And this serves as a motivator. This serves as a, you know, a positive energy in your life. This serves as you focusing a mindset on your goal each and every day. So when you go out into your day, you know what you want to accomplish. And so there's a lot of really scientific evidence, again, behind why visualization is an important thing for you to do. At the end, you open your eyes, 
kind of let out a deep breath, and then you go. And you leave that experience, those 10 minutes, that's it. Think about how fast you can spend a half an hour on your phone or think about how fast you can spend two hours watching Netflix. This is 10 minutes and you leave it with a more positive mindset because of the gratitude meditation, a more helping mindset because of loving kindness and a better motivation and visualization of your goals for that week. So that's my that's my convincing argument. If you have 10 minutes and if you're looking for a way to use 10 minutes, a certain part in your day, whether it's in the morning, over lunch, on a break, at night, before your next activity of the day, this could be a good option for a 10-minute ritual that enhances your day-to-day experience that extraordinary people around the world are using to do the same. So as always, people, I really enjoy sharing these things with you, and I just hope that you know you find whatever works for you and that you just really are making an intentional effort to live the best day-to-day life you possibly can. So with that being said, go live an extraordinary life and I will see you next time.